Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Man, this this went quick. This is kind of our last Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, the fan, we're going to transition a little bit next week. And uh, this will be the last week I have Ryan McMillan as my co-host. And it's just been a great year. But, it, man, it seems like it's gone really quick. But we know who's playing up at Camp Randall next week, Ryan. What a great night of football. Yeah, last night was uh, wild. A ton of competitiveness across the board. And, um, you know, tons of joy and jubilation on one side and heartache on the other. And it's, it's, uh, it was really interesting to, to watch, see, and hear last night as uh, things kind of shook out. Well, and, and hey, let me run down today's show because there's a little change from what I sent you. At 10.05, Drake Zortman from Homestead is going to join us. 10.15, Lewis Brown from Franklin. 10.30, Mac Bergen. He is the athletic director at Catholic Memorial. At 10.45, Brian Kaminsky from Sun Prairie. 11 o'clock, the Curtin Electric Superhero of the Week. 11.30, Justin Frisky from Pewaukee. And Ryan and I got a lot to talk about. We'll fill a couple of segments. Um, I'll tell you this. If uh, if you had told me that, look, Wanakee's going to be, in the beginning, Wanakee against Homestead in the finals, I may have said, yeah, that 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 sounds right to me. Uh, Franklin and, and Sun Prairie, I probably might not have agreed. I thought maybe it'd be Franklin on one side. I didn't know if Sun Prairie would get there, but they, they got there. And then in Division Three, if you told me it's going to be Rice Lake against Pewaukee, I would have taken that bet. 
And right. you saw this 14 nothing at halftime in row beating Pewaukee. Second half, I don't know what Frisky talked about at halftime, but, boy, they came out and played pretty well. They played at Muskego last night. You were at that game. And we'll talk to Justin uh, at 11.30 today. But, boy, did they come out in the second half and take over that game. Yeah, they really did a nice job. There's a couple turnovers in the first half uh, that went against Pewaukee and were four Monroe. And then the Pewaukee defense that you heard Justin talk about earlier this season on the radio with us, and they kind of stepped up. They forced a turnover. They scored off it. And then they went ahead and blocked a punt on the next series. Wow. And before you know it, the momentum shifted quickly, and uh, the Pewaukee faithful got behind them, and away they went. And Monroe, uh, Monroe had some chances to get back in it, and it was tight still in the fourth quarter, but uh, they just couldn't. Uh, they just couldn't do enough to climb in, and that Pewaukee defense slammed the door shut. Boy, yeah, and we will talk to Justin Frisky, and I was out at one of their practices this last week, and was really impressed with the pace of the practice and and how these kids were all eyes were up and they were going hard and and Justin getting after a little bit it was really fun I'll tell you this that that division two, two state championship game Wanakee against Homestead you're a Wanakee guy but I know the amount of respect that you have for the Homestead program we were joined by the head football coach at Homestead Drake Zortman hey Drake good win against Kettle Moraine last night uh, thanks Mike man happy for the kids wow what a night what a night. I, I agree. I know that Kettle Moraine, I know, look, I was keeping up with that game, and, and they were hanging in for a while. That's a, That was a really good football team. That's a very good football team. There's a reason they beat a three-seed, a two-seed, and a one-seed. Um, and they, you know what? We started out slow. They three, we two three-and-outs on offense, and they they scored on us. Um, kids kids did a nice job. We, we got our feet back in the ground after the initial – burst by km like you said though good team they came out fast and we we had to figure some things out there hey um and look i know you know a lot about the wanakee program i think anybody that's been around high school football at all knows coach rice and the program at wanakee is one that you talk about being one of the best programs in the state similar to homestead um have you had a chance to start to look at some of the the film on them uh, we uh, peaked quick a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still, you know, we're we're one game at a time, and kids, the kids and the staff will put their work in later today and tomorrow, and get ready for Monday. And um, yeah, Wanakee's they're so darn good, and Coach Rice is is a legend, and you know, we'll, we'll do our best. We'll see how things go. Hey, um, I, and look, I, I on the basketball side, I know that if there was a team from our conference who played on the other side, um, they would be, you know, they'd be on the phone with me that evening or that night or early the next morning just to say, look, if you need anything, let me know. Um, does that help that Hartford uh, played Wanakee? And I know the respect you have for the, the staff over at, at Hartford, but that I think that happens in every sport, right? Yeah, no, I... We haven't talked to Hartford. Um, we we respect the heck out of Coach Redders, and 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 you know they had a great season, and they battled Wanakee last night. It was a good close game. Um, we'll see if if you know got a couple of messages last night, but other than that, we haven't talked to anybody over there yet. Yeah. Well, I hey hey I think Ryan, I think that that. You know, I I would assume that they'll probably have a quick conversation with the coaching staff over at Hartford. 
Yeah, you, I mean, at this stage of the playoffs, especially with an uncommon opponent, you try to reach out to all the connections you have and just gain perspective. It might not necessarily be X and O's per se, but it might be more uh, personnel and trying to figure out, you know, your systems versus their systems. Right. But, uh, uh, just trying to gather a, a beat on, you know, who, who who this opponent is, who do they, you know, who did that opposing coach feel like was their strong points and what did they try to attack or what, what did they get, what did they miss on. And uh, you can just help each other gain perspective as you go into your film study and your uh, game planning. Hey, um, Drake, last night, is there a point of that game that, that you would, now that the game is over, would you think was kind of the turning point where Homestead kind of turned the corner and, and kind of gathered themselves and, and took over the game? Well, um, you know, our first, we did have one scoring drive in the first half. And I kind of I, I talked to Coach Brown, our O line coach, and our Eric Daniels, our running backs coach, and, and we looked at each other and said, you know what, we can run our stuff and just go right after them. So then at halftime, we we did get that scoring drive in the first half. We were down ten eight at halftime, and then at, at halftime we just made a couple of adjustments with our base stuff and just just went straight after them in the second half and. We felt good. I mean, we were, shoot, we were down seven six in round one, down seven six right. round two at halftime. <laughs> you know, we were down ten eight last night, and we we just looked at each other and said, "Hey, a couple of little tweaks in our in our base stuff, and let's just go right after these guys and do what we do." So it turned out okay. Yeah, looking at the stats, you know, the quarterback, your quarterback, who can he can spin it, man, he can throw it uh, three for five. And and boom, you know, you you rushed for I don't know two hundred twenty five yards, something like that. And obviously, that all, all old line just the second half started to wear Kettle Marine down a little bit. We did. It was nice. I, I think a, a big turning point put us up two scores. I, Sal ran one in on a fourth and two from I don't know we were twenty five or thirty yards out. That was a big run out of our quarterback. We didn't throw it a lot last night. Um, we we just we tried to you know control the clock and keep possession of the ball and, and you know, turn around and hand the ball to Joe. We had some tough sledding last night. I think he had 30-some carries for 140 or something, but it's a lot of that's what we do. Hey, man, this kid, I'll tell you what, at the end of uh, next week's game, this kid's going to want to take a nap for about two days. He's going to need a nice bag and a nap. He's going to need, there's no doubt. Hey, Ryan, I love the fact that at halftime, you know, people, you hear people that have not coached a lot in their life say, you know, when people talk about halftime adjustments, that's not a real thing. That's totally a real thing. And you can see and listen to Drake saying, look, at halftime we talked and the offensive line coach said, look, we, we can just, let's pound these guys. Let's go right at them. And they changed what their, their game plan was and took over the game and, and, and beat them 29-10. to 10. Um, I, I love the fact that they're making those kind of adjustments and, and they're working. Ryan, you there? Yeah. No, I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of the halftime piece because that I think that factors into every game where you – you take a look at was your initial film study exactly what you're seeing? Did you underestimate or overestimate certain personnel? And, uh, you know, in, in Homestead's case, they came back and said, you know what, we might have given them too much credit over against our kids, and our kids are actually just as uh, capable. And so let's 
let's let our kids be our kids and go get them. Hey, Drake, understanding being part of staffs in the past on on this this trip to Camp Randall, um, you know, how hard to practice, when to leave, when to get on the bus, you know, all of that distraction, how many tickets are we getting, where do we, you know, all of that stuff. It's nice that you've been a part of a few of these to kind of understand what's coming this week. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. You just, uh, the WIA does a great job with all the information, and, you know, I think they try to check all the boxes to make things as easy as possible on, on people and the travel and the timing and all that. You know, we have a few things to, to iron out quick yet, but um, you just try to make it, you know, there's some things on the staff's plate, you know, but you try to make it as normal for the kids as you possibly can, and, we're going to prepare just like it's, you know, we're going to prepare for a game on Friday. It's a one o'clock start, I believe, instead of seven. But other than that, we're going to, we're going to try to do our deal Monday through Thursday, the way we do our deal. And, and Friday will get here and we'll, we'll try to do what we can against the great Wanakee team. Hey, Drake, last question. You got to feel great for the senior class. These kids that have hung in there with your program in this program, the last four years, Hung in there. Last year was difficult for everybody, but these kids hung in there, stayed in the weight room, stayed the course. You just got to feel really good for these seniors and and what they've been able to accomplish. Oh man, these these this group of seniors, they're just so resilient. I, that that is the one word that that this group reminds me. I, they're just such a resilient group. Everything the last two years to go through and to be able to finally train and prepare and get ready for this season. Just so super pumped and happy for these guys. We don't have a huge senior class, but man, oh man, the ones we do have, I'm so stoked for them. I just, I'm so happy. Bad. Good for you. Hey, good luck next week against a really tough Wanaki team, but man, you guys will do great. And I appreciate you coming on today, Drake. Thanks, Mike. Ryan, always a pleasure. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> Hey, uh, do you want to ask Ryan who he's rooting for next week? We're doing picks. He's doing picks later in the show. I, I don't do any of those picks. I let I let Ryan step out because, you know, he doesn't mind. He's an athletic director. He doesn't mind people being mad at him all the time. Hey, That's Drake. Right. I, go ahead. You know, no, I was just. I was just gonna say I know where Ryan went to high school. Yeah, you bet. And he he likes any team called the Warriors. That's what he told me. <laughs> any team. Hey, Drake, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Good luck next week. Thank you so much, guys. You bet. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. I got to tell you, they I, they should just play the fourth quarter. They should just literally play the fourth quarter anytime uh, that they're playing Appleton North. That's what they should do because they've certainly done really well in the fourth quarters against that team. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast what team stood out from the rest what team took their game to another level on the field court or in their community because these are my streets Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Listen, we're just given the Team of the Week for the fourth quarters that they played against Appleton North this year. Ryan, we talked We talked to uh, the head coach at Homestead, Drake Zorbin, about what he said at halftime. I, I just gonna ask the, the Franklin coaching staff what they say to beginning of the fourth quarter when they're playing Appleton North because both times they've played them. I'm telling you, it's been it has been a saber massacre, bad. Twenty three points this week in the fourth quarter to come back. I was watching some of this game, they're down nineteen three, and I'm thinking, man, I don't know. I don't know. And then all of a sudden the fourth quarter starts and bing, bing, bing. They score twenty three, beat them twenty six nineteen. Our team of the week, UW Credit Union team of the week, is the Sabres from Franklin High School. Their head coach is Lewis Brown. Lewis, how you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Man, Lewis, you got, I, I, going into the fourth quarter, how are you feeling last night? You guys have, have done this to Appleton North early in the year, but to do it with, with so much on the line, were you feeling confident, kind of nervous? How are you feeling? Well... 
I don't know if you know, we're on the one-yard line, first play in the fourth quarter, we're on the one-yard line going in and yep. we fumbled. Yeah. We covered. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. backs against the wall. We, we just needed to get a, a touchdown on the board, to be honest, and, and put a little doubt in their minds. We knew we could wear them down a little bit just because they got, you know, they got some really good up front. They're pretty special. But a, lot, a few of those guys play both ways. And, um, you know, with our passing attack and making them pass rush a bunch, we, we needed to wear them down and, and protect Miles and let him do his thing. And I, once that happened, then, you know, a, a lot of great things happened after that. Hey, Lewis, I want to talk about the defense to begin with, and then we'll talk some offense because there are some numbers that are jumping off the page. But I looked up what Appleton North has been doing all year, and they've been scoring a bunch of points in the second half in games. And the Franklin defense gave up six total in the second half against an Apple and North team that I, I'm telling you, if you look at the stats on what they've been doing in the second half of games all year, it's been it's crazy. And for your defense to step up and, and only give up six in the entire second half, you had to be really proud of that group. Yeah, unbelievably proud. Um, I mean, it's I think we're starting nine seniors over there. And, you know, we've got a lot of all-region kids there, some kids over there. We have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. I know everyone looks at our offense. Um, When when you think of Franklin, you think offense a lot of people. I know you guys that know the game real well. You guys know defensively we're pretty special too. But going into the season, we weren't sure. I think our D-line is the big difference. I mean, we weren't sure on on our D-line, and our D-line has turned out to be – I mean, those kids, are they can all move. I mean, they're fast. we're just kind of letting them get loose, letting them play, have fun. You know, our, our big, our big uh, model this week to our inside guys was say, just be, you know, be a bull in a china shop. Just you know, wreck, wreak havoc, and you don't need to be real disciplined. Just fly around, have fun in there. You know, wreck stuff. You, you know, when they don't, you know, those D-lines usually aren't the brightest kids. <laughs> uh, so when they don't have to think. And all of a sudden, beautiful things happen. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you got to be you got Ryan McMillan. You got to be laughing over there because he he's right. You know, if you just talk to to people about the Franklin, they might go to a, a high school game here or there. They talk about that offense. Their defense is is I always because Lewis is a defensive coach, but I always start with it because their their stats to give up six points to Apple North. I love the fact that he said, "Look, defensive line, they're not the smartest. Just go wreck stuff and look at the job they did." Uh, that defense, Franklin, is uh, playing at a different level, Ryan. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard uh, somebody describe wrecking stuff and. Bull in a china shop is beautiful, yes, Mike. I know, me too. <laughs> me too. I've never heard anybody put two and two together like that, but that was perfect. And look, he said, "Look, this defensive line, man, not the smartest guys we got, but boy, they'll hit people and they move around." And to be only give up six points to that Apple and North team in the second half, Ryan, I think is incredible. Yeah, there's there's no doubt that Coach Brown's got those guys tuned in, and they got great motors, and he keeps those motors going all night long, and you. You kind of heard the game plan on the other side of the fence there, where it was a little bit of the old uh, fighter mentality of rope-a-dope, let the big, strong kids from Appleton North keep trying to chase that athletic quarterback over and over and over again. And by the time they got to the fourth quarter, you know, Lewis's boys kept rolling and, and Appleton North wore down, and here we go again. Same story, different week. Hey, that last touchdown, uh, moving a little bit over to the offense, um Coach, that last touchdown, it was probably about a 10-yard run, and I was watching the game last night from home, 
And I'll tell you what, yeah, that young man, he didn't have big stats, but that last play to put you guys uh, over the top and, and win that game, that was one heck of a run. And I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the tape on that, but boy, oh boy, he was not going to be denied. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Rivard was the running back that he also had the big catch to um, a little bit earlier for a touchdown. He's just the heart and soul of our of our team. Uh, just a tough, hard nose. I mean, there isn't a offensive coach that would not want uh, that kid playing for their offense. I mean, he could be an all conference linebacker for us, but um, he's so special at running back and uh, his determination and will to get into the end zone. Um, both those both those plays. Uh, I, yeah, I thought he, I, I, I thought he was going to get tackled about three yards short, and then we kicked the field goal to win. That's kind of what I was, you know. But when I when he got into the end zone, I was like, wow, you know, just tip the cap to that kid. You know, he's just a tremendous competitor. Hey, you and the announcers, by the way, the announcers. That's what they thought too. They were like, hey, I think they're going to probably take a knee. No, they're going to hand it off. And he would this. They 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 thought he was trying to stay in bounds. To keep the clock going, to kick the field goal with no time left, and he just would not be denied. Got in the end zone, and I'll tell you what, it was fun for me to watch. They 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 had a, a shot of the sideline, and the sidelines for Franklin, you guys were just going nuts, and and it was really fun to be able to to sit back and watch that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about at this level. Um, you know, we brought we brought a lot of young kids with us. Um, we, we brought some freshmen up to experience it as well, and. The one thing we pointed out in practice was, you know, I had said all the freshmen stand up the other day, and I just said, hey, um, it's a little different than grabbing each other, you know, up on the hill where you guys normally practice, you know. Um, and, and they were all like, yeah, yeah, you, this is uh, way more serious, Coach. Uh, you guys are pretty dialed in. Yeah, well, this is kind of what big-time football is all about. Um, so uh, for those guys that get excited, those young guys and, and, and you know, the scout guys and uh, the defensive guys that weren't out there when the offense scored there at the end, yeah, that I grade our sidelines, believe it or not. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Um, I think that's so important. And, and we didn't have very good grades earlier in the season. And I, I let them know the importance of having a great sideline. And it's, and it's really important to our leaders, too. Um, so we actually discussed that. And wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't. I, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that before. Hey, the, the drive, uh, the bus ride home from Oshkosh must have been a lot of fun. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you, I, I was on the defensive bus, and I'll, it was way more quiet than you would ever think. I, I don't know if they're just dialed in for one more week or they're like, wow, we just, you know, we left everything on that field. Um, I, I thought it would be like, hey, you know, big party. You know, they each had a, a half a pizza a piece, um, you know, when they got got on. And, you know, they were uh, they were tired. Uh, Believe it or not, I I know you're thinking I would be. I I was thinking, you know, God, if we win this game, it's going to be quite the party on the way home. Yeah. No, they were exhausted. And and the coaching staff, I'm sure you guys just went home and and got a good night's sleep when you guys got home, right? (laughs) Yeah. I actually, I, I, I actually did. I actually went home. but the rest of my staff went out, and I, you know, I don't even know if they're out of bed yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of them might be listening because maybe I got a text from one of them. Um, but I'll tell you what, Coach, this is uh, what a great year for Franklin, and there, you guys play Sun Prairie. We do have to get. I tell you, the offensive side that second half, and when you look at the numbers, you know, miles through tw- thirty-nine times. 
26 completions, no interceptions, didn't turn it over, throwing the ball, 356 yards, two touchdowns. Um, he came up really big when you guys needed him again. Yeah, well, he's only had two interceptions all year. And, yep. and the one really was, when you watch it, it wasn't an interception. Um, as much as he's thrown for, he's done a great job with that, you know, making sure he finds the open target. And um, obviously we have some really good weapons that he can throw to, and, a, and an all-senior offensive line helps as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've been here a long time. Offensively, probably our most gifted team for sure. Hey, we're going to have Brian Kaminsky from Sun Prairie on at 1045. Anything you want me to ask him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean – I've always wanted to play there. My, um, you could ask my my nep- My brother lives in Sun Prairie. My nephew graduated from there last year and played football for him. Um, so I've always wanted to play him. We just never have quite met. So it's kind of cool. You know, we got sent north, and you know, you'd, normally you'd never meet them in a state championship. You'd meet them in a quarterfinals or yep. semifinals. So to have that opportunity is pretty cool. I grew up in a small town over by Sun Prairie, uh, Waterloo. So, uh, sure. and I spent a lot of time because we had to drive all the way to Sun Prairie to get any fast food. We didn't have any Waterloo <laughs> back, back in the 1980s. So, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time in, in Sun Prairie, and um, I, I've got a lot of ties there. So I'm excited. Um, Coach Bass, I coached the All-Star game with him, their D coordinator. So we're excited to compete against them and just tell them, tell him congratulations. Oh, I, I will. So if your nephew comes to the game, would you think he'll be on your sideline or – uh, yeah, well, he's a, he's, he's a lacrosse, he's out east, he's out in, uh, uh, I can't remember what state, but he's a lacrosse uh, scholarship kid out east, so I don't think he'll be there, but my other nephew, my brother sent me a picture, he had a Franklin Saber hat on, uh, and I told him if he wears that to school, he'll probably get a couple black eyes in Sun Prairie, so I don't know if he's going to want to do that, but... No. He, yeah. tell him, hey, tell him he's got to be a closet Saber fan for the next week. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. You got it. Hey, Lewis, well done. Congratulations. We're really proud of you. I'll reach out to you later this weekend. Uh, the UW Credit Union Team of the Week, uh, one of your assistant coaches now who owns Ideal Logos and awards, uh, makes those awards for us, and I'll come out either prior to a practice or at the end of a practice and give your team this trophy. And, and congratulations and good luck next week. Thanks a lot. Thanks for all the support, guys. Appreciate you bet. It. Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. Get to a break. Other side of the break, I knew um, better than to reach out to Bill Young, the head football coach at Catholic Memorial, because he's in some basement breaking down film right now. But Matt Bergen, who is the athletic director there and on the staff, is going to join us as Catholic Memorial is heading up to Camp Randall next week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm not supposed to jump up and down anymore, you know, with this whole back issue, but you can't be playing this song. 
Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show. Hey, just so my wife knows, I'm not jumping rope to this song. That was really stupid of me. By the way, on 1250 AM, the fan of Mike McGivern co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. We are now joined by the AD at Catholic Memorial, Matt Bergen. Matt, how are you? Doing good, Mike. How are you? And uh, how's my favorite AD, Ryan McMillan? Uh-oh, we're doing well. Man, you guys, I, you guys are 50-50 as far as my favorite AD. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. There you go. Hey, um, what a nice win for you guys last night. Back uh, another trip to Camp Randall for Catholic Memorial uh, in Division Four. Talk a little bit about that game last night against Columbus. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Columbus. You know, they obviously they had a had an outstanding season. They're actually they're a very young team. They only had six seniors on the roster. Uh, Their new coach who came down from Fond du Lac, he was with Micah Nabok up there. Uh, They're running the same system that McGuanagos running. Uh, They were really, they presented a lot of challenges for us. Uh, That Colton Brunel, uh, that sophomore running back they had, first play of the game, he busts a 70-yarder. You know, we had some some issues with some fits, but uh, things got dialed in. Our running game uh, really picked, picked it up. Corey Smith had 180 yards, Obi had 140 yards, and then P.J. Reynolds had 89 yards. So we had uh, a dominant showing by our offensive line, and uh, our defense really settled in nicely uh, in, in, in the second half. Boy, that's that's uh, good. I, I got to tell you, you know, when you, you you look at the brackets and you think, boy, Catholic Memorial in Division Four has got as good a chance as anybody to get uh, to Camp Randall, but there are some really good football, Matt, and you know this at the Division Four level. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, obviously, you know, we uh, you know we've caught our fair share of grief uh, from people. You know, why are they in D four? You know, they think like we're opting to play D four. Um, you know, a lot of people, why aren't they in the Classic 8? Like we, like we ran away from the Classic 8. And so we, we've heard it. We've heard it all. Uh, we just know that uh, we have a really good team over here. We think that, uh, obviously, with Coach Young leading this program for, you know, 46 years, uh, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, he's been there. The staff has been there. Uh, this is an extremely talented team. Um, and for those, you know, like Ryan and you guys that really understand the scope of high school football in our state, uh, if you were to place eyes on our team, you would know that they could compete against any team at any level. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Matt, I talked with Drake and, and you know, Lewis a little bit about this week. And, and you know, you guys have you guys have made this trip in the past. And so the template is kind of set for what hours are we going to practice? uh, Where are we going to eat? All of that kind of noise from the outside as a coaching staff, but as an athletic director, does that bring some, some special, um, a few extra hours of work for you this week? Absolutely. But it's more so, you know, we were fortunate, um, you know, you know, we're never, we're never trying to look ahead, but you know, as an AD, you're always trying to stay ahead. Uh, with the bus shortages and stuff like that, uh, I reserved buses for, for, you know, the team, you know, a month ago or maybe even five weeks ago. And so a lot of the work I've been, you know, kind of doing behind the scenes because I knew that there was a, a decent shot if we played well that we would be able to advance to this point. And so I feel really good about where we're at this morning uh, with all the, you know, with all the information the WI gets us. 
uh, gives to us right after the game. I feel really good, um, you know, because we've got buses, we've got fan buses squared up. Uh, Coach Young has a really solid schedule put in place. They'll practice tomorrow at noon. Uh, they'll practice Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday will naturally be our walkthrough. And then we'll hit the road. Uh, we'll hit the road Thursday at 2:30, and then arrive at Camp Randall around four. I'll tell you, I the nice thing about being in Division Four, you know, the tough part is you play on Thursday instead of Friday, so a day earlier than than what your normal would be. But to play at seven o'clock, you know, to 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 have your body to have that clock at seven o'clock. Rather than playing at like 10 a.m. like Pewaukee will on Friday or 10 a.m. like Division 7 does on Thursday, I think that that's an advantage for you guys. Yeah, you, you hit it on the head. We've, we've been fortunate enough to play in multiple 10 a.m. D3 games, and now this will be our second 7 p.m. D4 game on Thursday. Um, being able to run through the tunnel and Camp Randall at, at night was a special, uh, special time for, for our program. Uh, 10 a.m. is not a natural time for football at any level. If you look around, you know, the NFL, they start at noon, college usually 11. You know, youth football is really the only one that would ever start. You know, a lot of these kids are still kind of half zombies, you know, at 9 in the morning because, you know, they're used to, uh, you know, they're used to their circadian rhythms, getting them ready for, you know, uh, a Friday night uh, lights type of atmosphere. And so uh, we really, we really, um, enjoyed the fact that we're going to get to play underneath the lights at Camp Randall. The kids and the coaches are really looking forward to the opportunity to play against a really, really good and fast Ellsworth team. Hey, Ryan, and again, you're athletic director Muskego, a former head football coach. The, the difference, and if you're doing both, and we're in both hats like Matt does on the staff of the football team and athletic director, it, it, it is nice to have a 7 p.m. kickoff just because of the whole, again, they're, the body, they're not zombies at that point. And plus the kids in school, I can't, I can't imagine kids are going to get a lot of schoolwork done that day, I have to be honest, or the following day. But for this, this whole school, Ryan, uh, to be able to celebrate and get on buses and go have some fun and watch their football team, it's just a, what, a, what a great week for, for a high school. Yeah, there's no doubt that the 7 p.m. time slot is is way more favorable from a community building aspect because, like you just alluded to, typically everybody's schedule's clear. You know, after 4 or 5 p.m. and even your winter sports have already started, they can get out of practice and get over and support their peers. And, you know, the human element and the football operations piece to a 7 p.m. game versus a 10 a.m. game uh, goes a long way, and that you know the emotions and the the energy levels and all the little things that uh, a lot of folks don't pay attention to matter. And, and you saw some of it last night with teams that had really long travel and some that some that didn't. On you know the benefits of of how that played out late in games, and and uh, it's it's way nicer playing at seven and getting under the lights and being on the big stage, if you will. Yeah, I bet. Hey, Matt, last night looking at the stats, I mean, when when you rush for 400 and almost 40 yards, um, man, the time of possession obviously favored Catholic Memorial. But when you're able to rush the ball, you got two guys that one ran for about, you know, buck 80, another ran for a buck 30, and then a third that almost ran for 100. Boy, Columbus had, they had a hard time choosing who they're going to key in on. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, those teams that have, um, you know, scouted us and reviewed film on us, they know that 
those three running backs that, that uh, Coach Vitale in our offense, uh, Coach Regent Smith, um, with a running backs coach, this is probably the best stable of backs that we've ever had on campus. Uh, these kids are all track athletes, 4 by one 4 by 2 uh, They love the game. Uh, they're very fortunate to play behind uh, one of our strongest offensive lines that Bill said he's ever had here. They're big, they're athletic, uh, they're good students, and uh, you know we're just we're really fortunate to have a great group of kids and a great group of coaches this year. Hey, last question. That Ellsworth team, you know, they they rushed for I don't know three fifty. So they're doing they they ran the ball and held the ball uh, for a lot of that game against Freedom and beat them forty six seven. You guys are going to have your hands full with this group. Yeah, I mean everybody knows about the Max Grand kid. He's a he's a preferred walk on to Minnesota. Uh, they were the four by one and four by two state champions. All four of those kids were juniors last year. These kids can really fly. Um, so they, they have the speed to match up with us. Uh, they've got a lot of tough wrestler type of a bodies on defense, and their quarterback is a really skilled kid. He's playing safety as well. And so, you know, we, we've got to be able to, you know, play our best game. We've got to be able to, you know, trust the coaching, trust, you know, that we're going to be in the right position. Um, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, our schedule, you know, they said the Parkland Conference schedule, uh, you know, wasn't going to prepare us, you know, for the postseason. And then you see, you know, Pewaukee make it to state. Um, Tulsa West, they've lost three games this year, one to Homestead, one to uh, uh, Pewaukee, and one to CMH. And, uh, you know, we just we think that, you know, we're prepared for this moment. We're, we're as healthy as you could possibly ask. And uh, like I said, you know, we're really looking forward to getting our kids up there and getting them up uh, up to Camp Randall. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Matt, thank you so much. I, I know that you're really busy today, and I appreciate your willingness to come on. I figured I'd text you rather than Coach Young because I'd get a response maybe on Tuesday. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I told him that you were calling at 1030, and I said, come on up and talk, but, uh, you know, he's still downstairs. <laughs> he's been here since 5 in the morning. Yeah, I, I, I knew better to, than to even uh, make that uh, call or text. Matthew, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Good luck next week. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot. And, Ryan, we'll see you soon, bud. Sounds great, Matt. Good luck to you guys. You got it. Hey, Ryan, who's a better athletic director, you or Bergen? Well, here, here's the deal on that, Mike. You know, there's an athletic director that set up a dynamite football scrimmage for uh, both Homestead and CMH, so I think I'd have to tend to lean that way, but I don't know what Matt would say. <laughs> I think I'll lean that way, too, if you want me to, because he's already hung up, so I'm with you on this one, McMillan. Let's sure get, let's get like to it. Yeah, let's get you a break. Uh, Brian Kaminsky, head football coach at Sun Prairie. Uh, will join us and coach uh, coach brown just said just tell me i said congratulations i thought maybe he'd want to know like all right what 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 new things are you gonna what new wrinkles are you putting in he said no nah, i don't care we're just gonna go play our best so we'll talk to brian kaminsky on the other side this is the varsity blitz high school football coaches show presented by your local pick and save stores on twelve fifty a.m the fan To the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, 
I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, Ryan McMillan, AD at Muskego. We are now joined by the head football coach at Sun Prairie, Brian Kaminsky. Hey, Brian, what a nice win for you guys last night. That was a great game. Uh, well played on both ends and went right down to the wire. And, uh, you know, got a lot of respect for McGuanagall and what they are able to accomplish this year. But uh, just fortunate enough, we came out on top, that's for sure. Hey, Coach, um, going into this year, it's the first time. I know Ryan and I talked like three weeks ago. But should we get Kaminsky on? He said, no, he's going to go deep. Let's wait a week. Another week, let's wait a week. And then I started getting a little nervous, but you guys pulled one out. And uh, now we get a chance to talk about going Camp Randall next week. But um, that win uh, last night against a really quality McGuanago team, like you said, went right down to the wire. What Was there a turning point in that game for you where you thought, okay, uh, great, we, 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 we got a chance to get this one? Or was it not till the, the horn went off? I think when the clock hit zero, we knew we had it won. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, but uh, the kids played well uh, all in all phases, and, and, and we knew it would be a battle, but we were able to go down uh, the first drive, and uh, we, we spread them out a little bit, and our quarterback was able to throw the ball and run the ball and then go down and get a quick score, but they answered quickly, and, you know, it's all about facing adversity in life and, and, and in a game, right? you got to come out and, and get back up when you get knocked down, and our kids were able to respond that way, and it, it was awesome, and uh, just a good, great team win. There's no doubt about it. Boy, a lot of scoring in that fourth quarter, Coach. You know, there was uh, 24 points scored in, in the fourth quarter. They scored, you scored twice, and then they came down, kicked a field goal. How much time was left um, when they kicked that field goal, and, and did they have to go onside at that point? Yeah, so we we, uh, we created a turnover, on, and then we had a fourth and nine at, I believe, their, their 12-yard line, and then instead of kicking the field goal, we went for it, and able to throw a touchdown pass to Jerry to Addison string, which was huge. Uh, we kicked the ball off with like three minutes left in the game. We're up 10. Uh, they were able to drive the ball a little bit, and then they had a fourth and six or whatever it was at our 11 with, uh, I believe, 30 seconds left, and they decided to kick the field goal, and, which I think was a good call by them, right? You, you need a field goal at that point in the game, and you right. score and extend the game, and they went for the onside kick and we recovered, and we were able to take a knee, and the, and the game was over. Man. Those onside kicks at the high school level always get me nervous, Coach. <laughs> well, we had it we had the week before. What drives me crazy, and hey, somebody might know an official in this room, but we got to get the rule. The rule changed. Like, if, if they're offside, right, come on now. They get to kick it again? You know, if you recover that thing, it's just for your football, right? But, uh, yes, onside kicks are always scary. But, uh, you know, you prep them, and it's one that we probably don't prep enough because you never know what the other team is going to do. But, uh Coach Marquez did a great job with our special teams unit. We're able to recover that thing. Well, uh, hey, Ryan, your dad's an official. We could probably reach out to him and find out what the heck. Yeah, I think he's listening to the show right now, too, Mike. So he uh, he's going to go to work on that and dig that up. I'm sure he'll let me know about it later this afternoon. Four one, <laughs> hey, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You know, Man, if he wants to call in, any official can call him. But I, I agree with you. They go on, they they go off sides, and yet they get another shot at it. It's a little bit different. But hey, Brian, you got to give a lot of credit to this offensive line, and certainly Cortez Legrand had a big game. Four touchdowns, rushed for about two hundred yards, and uh, man, this kid. I've I've watched you guys a couple of times online. That kid is as tough as they get. He is. You know, he's not an overly big kid, and, and that was our concern all year. You know, how much can you give him the ball? Can you give it to him 20, 25, a game, 25 carries a game? And, and we didn't. We had another running back in Colton Walters, and they split time. And Colton's a great running back, but he's battled through some injuries, and it's, it's Cortez time. And he's 
He's risen to the occasion, you know, 165 pounds. He's fast, but he also can run between the tackles and, and run some people over. So, uh, but it all starts up front, right? We, we're not able to do anything offensively if our offensive line can't get it done. And uh, they've done a great job uh, run blocking and pass blocking and and uh, being smart with their calls, right? McGuanago is a team that runs a lot of different fronts, and we're able to communicate and and get that job done last night. But Cortez is another example of a kid that just works hard. He's as humble as you get. He probably. You know, it doesn't say more in two words, uh, probably an entire week, but he's a great kid. Hey, um, not, a, not a lot of real close games. A couple down the stretch, one against Verona, I guess, and once again, one against Middleton. So it's it's kind of nice to find a lack group. I know I watched a lot of that game and, and was really competitive the first half, and you guys kind of warmed down a little bit. And then Middleton again last week, and McGuanago, man, battle-tested at this point. Yeah, you know, we... We love our team, and a lot of times we feel like we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot at specific times, you know, with, with Fond du Lac and, and with Middleton, and you got to give those teams credits, but there's times that we thought we did things offensively. If we just don't turn the ball over, we like our chances. And, uh, you know, but it's a credit to our team that when adversity strikes, right, sometimes those teams will get the pointing fingers at one another, blaming one another, but uh, we've been staying undivided and being together and, and being that tight-knit family and, and finding a way to get it done. We hope that continues here this week. Hey, Ryan, throughout the years we've done this show, when we have a segment, you and I talk about some of the best football programs in the state of Wisconsin. Brian Kaminsky's name comes up and Sun Prairie comes up. And once again, here they are, deep in the playoffs, got a chance to, to win a state championship. But it, it seems like we're always talking to Brian, you know, playoff time, and most of the time late into the playoffs. And I know you have a lot of respect for that program. Yeah, there's no doubt, Mike. I mean, you, you talk Madison area, Sun Prairie's name is always at the top of the list. And then as it gets later into the year, it's it's where where's Sun Prairie going to get placed? Are they going to stay in that southwest corner? Are they going to get to the go to the northwest? Uh, but everyone's keeping tabs on where they're at because they know they're going to have uh, great coaching, great kids, and a great community that's going to turn out and follow them. And it's a tough place to play as well. And, uh, you know, I just got two questions for Coach uh, Kaminsky. One is, Coach, do you feel like you guys are kind of a a team of destiny this year with the whole school change next year? And then second question is, did you get a chance to have any soda pops after last night, or were you too worn out? (laughs) You know, Diet Pepsi always goes well after a win, man. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, you know how that is. And I, I probably owe you a Diet Pepsi down the road here, buddy. Uh, anytime you guys want to hook up, I and mean, hey, don't put us off bringing us on. Are you kidding me? Bring us on anytime. We love being in the Milwaukee show and all you guys and what you guys do for high school football. So it's it's great. And uh, hey, yes, yeah, so we've kind of talked to our, our players all, all all year long about it. We kind of took the mantra of the Chicago Bulls, right? The last dance, and uh, this is our last dance together as, as a Sunbury Cardinal community, and and what we're going to do to be together and, and try to stay together and. Uh, and, and and do it together and, and they've, they've risen to that challenge and it, it's been a great ride and it started with us going up to Hudson uh, week one we took our entire program up there freshmen everybody up 190 some people up to Hudson stayed overnight and uh, just what a great bonding experience that was and uh, able to come through with a big win but uh, it's going to be crazy next year but we're not worried about next year we're worried about this year right now and we got one more week to play and hopefully we'll get a chance to finish it. Hey, Brian, we had uh, Lewis Brown, head coach at Franklin, on a, a couple segments ago. And at the end, I said, "You any information you want me to get from Kaminsky? He said, no, you just tell him I said congratulations and looking forward to finally getting a chance to play Sun Prairie. 
Yeah, he's a great guy. We got nothing but respect for his program, you know. And actually, his, uh, um, you know, uh, Brad Brown played for us last year, and then, uh, and coaches his uncle. So uh, I know he's been out uh, to a couple of our games, and uh, you know, Coach Bass, our defense coordinator, was able to coach in the All Star game with him. So we got a great relationship with those guys, and, uh, and you know, we know they're going to be well coached as, as anybody would be at this time, but. He's done a tremendous job with that program over there, and we're just excited for the opportunity here. Yeah, he said his brother lives there. He's got another nephew who's at the school or living in some prairie. He did say, I think, but he said that he sent him a picture, and the other nephew had a saber hat on. And he said, hey, you better take that hat off for the next week. You don't want to get a black eye. That's right, for sure. If I would have known that, I'd go find it myself. Yeah, maybe I should have. Sorry about that, young brown boy. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you in in trouble, Luce, his nephew. Hey, Brian, thank you so much. You've always been so kind with your time for this show, and and uh, good luck next week against uh, Franklin. Hey, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Love being on, and uh, Soda Pop's coming soon, boys. You got it. It's Brian <laughs> Kaminsky, head football coach, Sun Prairie. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week. She is uh, a young a senior from a Brookfield East High School and really impressive, and we'll talk with her on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.